Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NFL Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. This is NRL Boom Rookies. Yeah, guys. How are we? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good. Very good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. I mean, the as high good as you can be with the fellas. As, as good as you can. <laughs> well, look, we're, it, it, it's about the level of energy you'd expect when three people who despise Tom Brady are now once again having to face yeah. the fact, the, the reality of Tom Brady being in a. We had one year without it. Just one year. Yeah, now he's yeah. back again somehow. Oh. Yeah, it's just been a lot. Despite being 17 weeks, it is a long slog, the NFL season. Like, I'm just, I'm ready for a break. Like, I'm just, I just, I'm the, very ready. And I don't think I'm fully ready for Monday when every Patriots, annoying Patriots fan we know is suddenly a Tampa Bay fan. It's going to piss me yeah. off quite a lot. Anyway. Why was that? That's not sudden. It's been that all year. Yeah, yeah. But like, they're going to like go, I think they can take the gronkness to another level. To be fair. Okay. I'm going to put it out there. That doesn't annoy me because I do the exact same thing for LeBron James. Yeah. That's different. Yeah, LeBron's cool. not different. It's not different. LeBron yeah, doesn't yeah. kiss his son on the mouth. That's true. That's yeah. true. But like, I, I'm not going to knock the yeah. Pat's Gronks are Pat's Gronks. I know. You know. Yeah, well, I'm we'll voluntarily watching the Super Bowl with one of them, so that's my own fault, really. Yeah, you, I don't know why you do this. You do this all. The, why do you have Patriots friends? It's, he lived with you. No, he doesn't, doesn't count. Nick Cannon doesn't even <laughs> count, does he? <laughs> Just because you live with no, someone, I was, I was so confused. Uh, I was so confused you like that it. you're like, which Patriots fan I live with? I was like, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because you live with someone doesn't mean I'm, you like them. Like, I guess you know, my, my wife, for example. Oh, Can't stand no, you. I'm kidding. I'm sure. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, she hates me. Huge no, wife guy, Josh. Why? Yeah. Um, have you got a wife? <laughs> yeah, having wives. Wife, pretty cool. Anyway, uh, before we do get to that Super Bowl, we do have some NRL news to jump through. Uh, if we'd done this a couple of days ago, it would have been a little bit different with the Falau situation. But obviously, the Dragons have pulled back from uh, signing Israel Falau. Um, Falau, exactly. Uh, but um, they have nevertheless allowed. The, uh, Cameron McInnes, who's arguably their best player, to leave for their arch rivals, the Cronulla Sharks, from next season onwards, which seems like a bit of a strange move, Mitchell. Uh, the the Falau stuff seems exactly like a deflection because it totally it was not the world's best deflection because it's still bad PR, but it's like everyone it, forgot about McInnes. No one, no one forgot to talk about they just got lost their club captain. It just got to stop talking about. It's just all Falau now, and then they obviously confirmed they were interested in him like a day later. But uh, yeah. the, the Cam McKinnis stuff, it, it's been a baffling offseason for any fan of the game, you know, rugby league fan or Dragon fan, to see that that guy who looked like, he said, if not their best player, at least their best clubman last year, uh, Cam McKinnis, is then being told to check the open market. And usually the players get told that when clubs think they're overvalued or similar. But he like got a gig in like a couple of hours. It seems like it's like go check your value, and then he came back as shark. Uh, reportedly, only like five hundred thousand dollars a year, which is a pretty good deal for him. Although the cap has gone down a little, I can't remember what it's gone down, but pretty good deal for McInnes. Rumors he might go play lock and keep Blake Braley at nine, but just absolute disaster from the drains, especially if he's replaced by a thirty-one turning thirty-two-year-old Andrew McCulloch, who was. Are you not a fan of Andrew McCulloch? You've never made yeah. that. Uh, it, it just feels bizarre that he's gone from a guy last year who wasn't wanted by any club and ended up at the Knights when Jaden Braley got injured to now having a, a, a rumored three-year deal on the table. And that's, you know, he starts this year, but he'll be like 34 at the end of it. Mm. Not crash hot. He already looks like he's 37, how he plays. So. Strange, strange times. But um, yeah, I do agree with that. And um Maybe we should talk about the flower stuff a little bit more. Obviously, everyone had their say on that the other day. Um, I'm going to get cancelled. You're not going to get cancelled. <laughs> get... Why are you going to get cancelled? 
I don't like what he said. I think if he was applied to play to play the game, he should be allowed to play the game at this point. Okay. He's sat out of the you know he hasn't sat out the game anyway, you know, if you get me, but like there's a certain window we allow people back into the game after domestic violence incidents, after other things and it just feels weird to me that we can let someone back who's been found guilty of assault or domestic violence within two years. And whilst what he said is is disgusting, it just feels weird to me that's the line that gets drawn. I kind of I I, I kind of agree, but I, I suppose the alternative viewpoint to that would be that whilst, you know, there are anti-vaxxers and people that have assaulted people running around every weekend in the NRL and those those views and those actions are condemned, those those actions specific those actions and those views don't, I guess, probably don't directly impact as many people as Falao's views. They don't yeah. really foment the same level of, I guess, um, hatred towards a group of people in society who have already mm. been pretty marginalized, especially in the sort of hyper-masculinized area of sport and rugby league. So yeah, I do, I, I do understand your point, but I also would argue that it is slightly different just for that reason. I don't want him back in the game, right? I'm just yeah. saying, I, if that was an appeal he's allowed to play, I understand that. But it just seems silly to me that, right, if he literally went and bashed a gay man for being gay, his time out of the game would be, like, he would be allowed to play after two years. Yeah. But, yeah, I know that they're all, it's distasteful. I'm not trying to justify what he do, I don't like him. I don't like what he said. I hate his beliefs. It's all ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it just... It just seems like, you know, if, if he was, if someone applied for him to come back, I, he'd probably get a let back in, especially now taking the game back to the 80s as well. So that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't and think any I, team will actually apply for it, mate. I don't think it'll happen. I suppose the other thing is as well, it's, it's, um, what, whilst you're, you're, you're saying, I get exactly what you're saying. And I, I do like that you're making a point about this in the affirmative towards him that isn't simply what other people have said, which I don't agree with, which is just, defending his right to say what everyone's because it's his religion which i i just do not agree with at all and I've, I've i've never been on board with but from the perspective of there are people in the game who have done worse things and things that are illegal i obviously also completely condemn everything he said but there's not it's not illegal to say the things that he said yeah and i'm not defending his dumb right for free speech fuck no fuck what he no. said yeah exactly <laughs> like, people he's, he's are very much entitled and should be allowed to call him a fuckwit at all times yes exactly i, I have a uh, i have a middling take here okay. i agree with a lot of that but i'm just i'm kind of like i like this uh i, I want him in the game just because i'm here for the shit takes on both sides <laughs> <laughs> you're an agent of chaos <laughs> yeah just i just like just complete chaos on the timeline like i'm just really shit takes on breakfast radio or sports TV and some old boomers, you know, working at the daily telegraph, like just yeah. shit like that, that, that I'm keen for that just to see like the timeline erupt, but um, yeah, fuck is Ralph Lear. I, I do always find though, I always love these moments when these proud Australians, I think they are Australian nationalists get their Amer- American on when they start bitching about their rights and their right to yeah. free speech. It's like, did you sit in a movie chief? We got that. We, like, it ain't the same here, buddy. You ain't got a yeah. right to free speech. No. Yeah. Um, worth pointing out that St. George Bank did not sort of distance themselves and they said they'd continue to support the club if they signed for that. So just remember that the next time you want to praise like a business 
for putting rainbow flags on an ATM or like they have the know. best mortgage rates though. So oh, well, know. in that case, but just I, I yeah. think allegedly. Please I remember think. that corporations are not your friends, um, and everything they do is for their public image only. Like people, yes. remember when people praise Nestle, like the most evil company on earth, because they changed the name of Redskins. Oh wow, bravo to Nestle! I know they've I know they've privatized all the water in Africa, but um, they changed the name of a lolly. So props to them. Ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> mate. Good on them. Yeah, like you said, and they, and as you said, on the forefront, twenty twenty, they changed the name very early. They got yeah, not you know nineteen eighty something, but uh, good on them. As you've said to me, mate, it's a marketing exercise. The cost of them changing that versus the cost of the good karma they get back. They're not doing that for any other reason. They don't care. They don't care. Companies don't care about you. Um, and Payne Haas doesn't care about the police, Mitchell. This is one that's a tough one to talk about. It is because if he didn't have the line where he said the thing about the female, I would find the whole thing pretty funny. But because yes. of that line, I'm kind of, I'm off him. I, I did find it weird how this was reported that so how it started wasn't like left out of the reports or at the bottom of the articles and stuff. But like it started from him being approached, doing nothing wrong and being accused of doing something wrong. And, you know, I can put, you're going to put two and two together, but he's a big black man. He's been profiled. That's how it started. And not saying anything he did, he did was justified, but I've never been a black guy who's been racially profiled by a policeman, especially from a family that's had a, a history of, yeah. you know, his family members going to jail and having issues with the police. So no excuses for his, what he did, you know, firing up. But I find a few of the sprays funny. It just feels like to me a situation when nobody's in the right, but one of them is the, you know, the one with the badge. So one other person gets found guilty of something. The cop doesn't get found guilty of... Uh, racially profiling obviously no no they don't which is obviously unfortunate um junior Tatola re-signed to CRC in 2024 um i'm happy with that it's fine it's fine uh yeah. dave donahy the bronco ceo the worst kept secret ever yep <laughs> who could have seen this coming apart from literally everyone yeah, yeah but that's good good appointment from them finally move on from paul white and maybe we'll get some leadership at that club so excited to see what, where that goes maybe uh yeah i think any any other signing news uh, Anything? No, Paul Green to the, the Maroons. Maroons. Nobody yep. really cares. Yeah. Yeah. The, all right. The uh, Maori All Star and uh, All Star games next week too. Maori West Indigenous and All Stars next week. But those teams seem to keep changing, so we won't bother going through those. I don't think yet. Okay. Fair enough. Well, in that case, we will jump ahead to uh, Monday morning, ten thirty a.m. Kansas City Chiefs versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, in Tampa, Florida, the first obviously the first team ever to be uh, playing a Super Bowl in their home stadium is uh, Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, most of us wanted Mahomes versus Rogers after conference weekend, um, especially you, Mitchell, given you're a Green Bay Packers fan, but um, wasn't to be. I mean, you guys know I was defeatist before that anyway. I'm a, I've been a Packers fan for too long to have the optimism of younger Packers fans over here. Like, I... I I just felt losing championships games is what we do. It's kind of like a souse with prelims the last couple of years. It's what we do. We lose the NFC championship game. Didn't need to hit me with the drive-by like but, that. But I, I didn't mean to, but, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, it does feel like, and obviously this is what the loser says, but it feels like we would have got put on blast by the Chiefs in the Super Bowl anyway, just with how that defense played against the Buccaneers. Um, but I, I've come, like, I know we all hate Tom Brady, but I've lost them in the Super Bowl. I'm not letting my... I went this mentality. Not letting my enjoyment of this game be defined by him. If you get me, I'm not going into this game just thinking about hating Tom Brady because, like, where's it going to get me? And then if he wins, what? I'm just, I'm just in the worst mood ever. I have to accept that that's one of the outcomes. 
And what's seven rings after six? What's the bloody difference? <laughs> Just throw another one on the pile. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it's um, it is definitely. We spoke about this last time we did this. Like, it does feel like that Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes thing is the precipice of the dynasty. That's like the Brady Belichick, you know, marriage. That yeah. it's the right coach with the right. QB. But scoring, but scoring thirty points a game instead of thirteen to win a Super Bowl, a little bit different. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So we'll um. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. They're here I mean, to stay. Like, if yeah. the Chiefs aren't in the Super Bowl next year, I'll be stunned. Like, they're only going to get better. They've had no offensive line all year. Yeah. Um, like, they've still got Kelsey and Tyreek under contract. Like, there's just like they should win one of the next two at least, at the very least. Yeah, it's not like when when Rogers was with the Packers early on and they kept finding ways to lose. It's it, the Packers have always been a team held above water by guys like Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. That whole time they were. So the whole you know last 20, 30 years, it's like that. So it's not like that with the Buccaneers. Like they're going to be around forever. You feel like that's like for them to get knocked out in the playoffs, it will take what happened two years ago against the Patriots. Like you just think that team is a perennial contender every year. And you kind of feel sorry for like these young quarterbacks in the AFC. I feel so sorry for Justin Herbert to have that amazing rookie year and he lands in goddamn Pat Mahomes' division. And it's like, you're never going to be the best quarterback in your division. Your whole career, ever. ever. Get out of there already. Just get, get out of San Diego. <laughs> Sorry, San I Diego, think they LA. Need, they need to do a division realignment because the AFC is just like, especially to Sean Watson, like there's talk that he's going to go to Oakland uh, or Las Vegas, sorry. Yeah. And like, if you have Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert in the same division, that is unbelievably fucked. Like Denver just, <laughs> like, like Denver should just poor, poor shut Denver. up shop. Like, like honestly, like, yeah. gee whiz, like that is crazy. And then you're not even factoring in, you know, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow in another yeah. division. Like, and and <laughs> Baker and as Josh well. Allen. Yeah. And Josh Allen. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. It it's, is. It, yeah. And then, the, no yeah, exactly. And then the, in the NFC. And the East could have two, uh, Justin Fields <laughs> and, and Josh Allen. So you got Trevor Lawrence going to the Jacksonville Jags as well. Yeah. Like it's just, and it's ridiculous. Man, it's can why are they all? Why are all the good quarterbacks in the AFC? It's the, bullshit. Is the best young quarterback in the NFC like Daniel Jones, who's yes, terrible? Probably, it's, oh, Kyler, it's Kyler, Kyler Murray. That's Kyler it. Murray. So and, yeah, and he can't make the playoffs. He's, with yeah. yeah, he's he's anchored by Cliff Kingsbury. So I used to. I thought when um when the Packers drafted Jordan Love, I thought like oh maybe in two years Rogers is going to go to Denver and, and do you know the the Peyton. At Denver, yeah, because it also lines up with uh with Elway liking white old white quarterbacks. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I think uh, Rogers probably maybe he is gone next off season. His contract is able to move on from next off season. Who knows if they're moving on? But I don't know if he'd sign up for going to that division by his own choice. If that's what happened, like Deshaun Herbert Mahomes, it'd just be Broncos. Just like that'd be cool though. There'd be box office games every week. That'd be sick. And it still won't be shown on national television because you have to watch the Dallas Carson Cowboys Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson you to watch Andy Dalton out. try his best. <laughs> Fantastic. Actually, to be fair to, to Dak, that's another good quarterback in the in NFC. Kind of forgot about but him. But he's stuck on a terrible organization. <laughs> so, like, that's the, that's the other thing. On the AFC, it seems to be a few more good quarterbacks lined up with good organizations. You're quicker to name the bad quarterbacks in the, in the AFC, especially if luck comes back to the Colts. There's like... Don't ben, do this ben Roethlisberger. That's about don't it. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Big Ben and... Don't do the luck yeah. retirement thing. That was the most bullshit story yesterday or the day before. It was he's, so bad. It's going to come back every off-season until he's like 50. Yeah, man. it's Brett Favre. It's like, 
God, please. Speaking well, of, I ta- really do so much. <laughs> Brett Favre's a takes when he needs to put the takes away at the moment. Like, God. What, what's yeah. he said? I want. Let's get Brett Favre on and ask him about Israel Folau. <laughs> um, what he said he's had many a take this week uh, Bunga the one I'm referring to though he's like pretty much telling Deshaun Watson to shut up and play you get you make too much money oh okay yeah. shut but up this and is dribble like, but you know like like I was a Packers fan for a Sorry, long time it's Brett Favre saying this yes the man who <laughs> okay. like every off season had a tantrum like every off season he was retiring he demanded a trade after we didn't sign Randy Moss like <laughs> but apparently because Deshaun makes too much money he could just he shut up and play. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said something else even bad, worse today. I can't remember. I saw it on my timeline somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. It was it was even worse. Um, like yeah. he's he's having a shock out. Like he just needs to needs to stick to Levi jeans. That's about it. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. But it was it was a it was a bad take. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But so uh, yeah, so this game, uh, all 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 chat about legacies and whatnot aside it should be a, it should be a great game i mean the tampa defense has come on leaps and bounds this year particularly during the playoffs and they'll be going up against one of if not the most explosive offense we've ever seen so it, it, josh is that is that where this game's going to be won or is that too simplistic just saying it's going to be mahomes versus the tampa defense yeah it is i, I think it it is pretty easy to, to like it seems simple enough like you're like oh yeah let's get Let's go into the X's and O's, but I really it just comes down to whether Tampa Tampa Bay can stop Patrick Mahomes and this and this uh, this offense. And you look at the game that kind of troubled the uh, the Chiefs the most this season. It was against when they lost to the Raiders, and the Bucks kind of have the personnel to do it. So it is going to be interesting if they implement like that sort of blueprint. But they're missing both their tackles. Like they're missing Eric Fisher now, who did his Achilles, because of course, um, you know. Um, the Bucks haven't played a, a starting left tackle, I don't think, at all in this postseason. Yeah, um, that's what the Packers failed yeah. with, really. Yeah, exactly. And and they're also missing uh, Mitchell Schwartz, who's like an all-pro ride tackle. So they've just got people playing all over the place on offensive line, and you're going up against Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett, and then they also got Vitavea back. So it's just like they can just pretty much blitz three guys or four guys and then drop an extra guy into coverage to double team Kelsey or, or Tyree kill, but Sammy Watkins is back. So that's going to add an extra element as well. But um, I think if the Bucks can, can make some stops, then I think there's a chance that, uh, that uh, Tom Brady can dink and dunk his way. Um, and hopefully with some short fields again, if that's, that's what works mm-hmm. against the Packers and, and the saints. So yeah. I think it does just comes down to that. Really. It does. I mean, Jason Pierre, Paul still being relevant. It's just one of the most bizarre things. Like, he's an old yeah. defensive end. He has, we all know, he blew his finger off in what six years ago now, yeah. I think. But yeah. like, I thought he was old when he blew his finger off. <laughs> it's been like six years, still there, still performing at an elite level. He is. But I thought when they when they played the Packers, I thought Devin White was exceptional, and, I, and yeah. like, the defense was so swarming. Anytime yeah, no like one an, talks about him, it's it's ridiculous. Anytime there was like an open field, we had a Packer player in open field. Well, not any time, but most of the time. You'd see him all of a sudden four or five guys would be on the ball at the ball. Like when they forced the Aaron Jones fumble, it's like, how the hell is there like four guys around Aaron Jones already? But they're so swarming, have been the whole playoffs. And they're like, yeah, they have high energy the whole, the whole game, the defense does. That's what was surprising. Like towards the end of that game with the Packers, that they still had energy. I thought they were going to slow down, but no, they, they were great. And as you said, the left tackles help with those, those rushes. It's going to be, um, 
it's probably going to be closer than people think in terms of the Chiefs and Bucks. A lot of people think the Chiefs might just, might just blow them open because of Mahomes. Well, they only won by three the last time they played, and the Chiefs got a, out to like a, a healthy lead. And then the Bucks defense, as you said, started to fly around the field. And and I think they shut him out, at least in the fourth quarter, um, and, and then it allowed the sort of back door there. So it probably wasn't as close as the scoreline suggested, but at the same time, the Bucks defense slowed down Patrick Mahomes. So um, that's very hard to do for four quarters because, like, um, I was looking at his postseason numbers today. Like, if you ignore the game where he got concussed against the Browns and, and exited, they've scored 31 points or more in every playoff game with Pat Mahomes. And they haven't scored a defensive touchdown or safety so it's all offense it's all pat mahomes and, and getting them either into just to, to score touchdowns or field goal range there's nothing like at all um they average like 36 points a game which is just unbelievable like he's just and even when they're down even if they're down double digits like they, they were last year like you're never ever like comfortable with the lead against him no nor should you be I mean they how many playoff games in their in their run in the last two years have they be, have they gone down in like three Three of them, I think. Pat Mahomes has lost eight games in his career or nine games in his career. Yeah. <laughs> it's not many. No. Not many at all. <laughs> and they haven't even tried for half the games this year. Like, it feels like they've just been in... Like, they came out and smacked the Bills and that was like, where did that come from? And it was like, yeah, well, they've just been coasting for like eight weeks, so... Yeah, we spoke I about mean, that on this podcast before play. I'll say, like, I yeah. compared it to the bronze, like, coasting with, with in the NBA. It's like, yeah, they were going to click into gear. They're too good. Yeah. They are too good, unfortunately. I um, love well, not, Devin sorry, White, though, man. Not I unfortunately today, because I want, sorry, for this week, because I want them to win. But I mean, unfortunately, going forward, because my team has the second best young quarterback in the NFL, and he is unfortunately blocked to the Super Bowl by Patrick Mahomes every single goddamn year. So that that sucks. But what doesn't suck is the fact that they should hopefully smack the Buccaneers up and down the park on Monday. <laughs> uh, you'd, ho- you'd hope so. I, but I don't I'm know, not man. It, man. You know, something's going to happen. There'll be an uncharacteristic you know, miss field goal or Tyreek Hill fumble or, or, or something like that. Uh, someone will drop a wide open touchdown. Um, there'll be a pass interference call like the one that shafted the Packers at the end of that half there. That, I still think that should have been a, a DPI and the Packers should have had the ball and that would have stopped the Bucks from getting the ball back at the end of the first half. And I think that changes the whole game because the Packers probably score there and it's a totally different ball game. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, there's just... There's- those unconscious decisions that generally go in the way of the greats of the game and, and Brady's one of those. That happens in every sports code too. It just does happen. Yep. People can deny it all they want, but that does happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you said, I feel like they'd be kept closer than than we're expecting. Like, you think the Chiefs much better than anyone else in the NFL that should blow the doors off. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Bucks defense, defense is good to elite. I think they're too smart. And they've had a long, a lot of time to to prepare for their offense. And as much as we want to bash Tom Brady, and yes, he threw three picks in the end in that second half, he made the throws he had to make in that first half. That's the damn fact. Yeah. He, is, 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 is it, he made the throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's always my issue with like with, everyone calls me like a hater, and yeah, maybe I am. But like at the same time, like I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not great. He's a great quarterback. He's a fantastic game manager, and that's yeah. what that's what you need to win Super Bowls. Um, you need a great team and he's always played on really great teams and he's a great game manager where he doesn't make too many crucial mistakes. Yeah. He threw three deceptions in seven passes against the Packers, but you know, it didn't kill them. And then eventually like he just manages the game in the best way possible, keeps calm. And, and that's, 
that helps them win games. But at the same time, Patrick Mahomes might be might be exactly the same wired, but with immensely more talent. Yeah, I mean the, those two those intercepts that Brady threw were arm punts. Let's be real; they were third and long. Two of them were. Yeah, we we caught the ball in like our own twenty. Whatever that number's overrated, and you know you've always been an intercept is overrated guy. Like yeah. those, they don't really count. But as you said, my home scenes are that perfect blend of the Brady mentality and the Rogers gift kind of thing. You know, yeah. Like, it's, it's, but even then, like Mahomes has had to do a lot more to win playoff games. Like he's always had to score more points. He's always had to do more yeah. things, but it just doesn't seem to phase him. Um, there was the clip of when Nicole Hardman fumbled it, and he fumbled that, that on great. their own three, and Bills went up like nine nil, and you're like here we go, like Mahomes is going to have to overcome all this again just to, you know, make the Super Bowl. And he just went over and it was something simple and he like was like talking in cliches, but just like I felt like just the the way that he was saying it and like the energy he had, like you just kind of were like, yeah, I'm going to run through a brick wall for you because like, I don't was, know, you just... Yeah. He was like, it's all right, it man, so you're going to make play. You're going to make a play today. He was yeah. saying to him. And Travis Kelsey yeah. came and said the same thing. And that's when you start realizing that's like a team and an organization that believes in themselves and everyone around them. Yeah. Because yep. like, there is obviously leaders out there, or quarterbacks out there who will spray other guys and whatever. It's, it's the natural thing is if I someone like my team did that, I want to spray him too. That's such a confident yeah. dude that he's gave and went and gave McCall that encouragement, encouragement. And and he and he had one of his best games as a chief after that. McCall, yeah, like, that, had, that run was uh, a yeah, barn burner. Yeah, so yeah, he's great, and I, I do love that he talks like Kermit the Frog and. And I love that Travis Kelsey <laughs> made a joke about that this week. He got a bit of frog in him. He said, <laughs> so, "He's not wrong." It is, yeah. it is interesting, like, the Chiefs get a lot of love on offense, but their defense is still pretty good. And Steve Spagnuolo is, like, has a history of coaching pretty well against against um, Brady. Like, he famously beat him in the Super Bowl that, that perfect year. So, mm. uh, like, you know, it's he, he kind of gets it. And he's, like, I don't know. They've got some good young players, like uh, Juan Thornhill, the safety, and Lejarius Nee, the corner. Like, they're kind of under-the-radar guys. So, they have some personnel but i mean it's hard when you look at the plethora of weapons like this might be the best like a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball in a super bowl like like ever when you really look at it like evans and godwin are like all pros like kelsey and 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 hill like yeah there's just so many hall of famers on the field in this game yeah gronk ab if he's playing like yeah, it's crazy. I don't know if it's mentioned a hundred times this week, but like Gronk and Kelsey being the same age is bizarre to me because I truly believe Kelsey's playing for like another five years. He That's no so game. weird. That is an absolute yeah. head fuck. Jesus. He had, like Kelsey's going to play for like another four or five years to me. He's always been so fit and he still looks as fresh as ever, fresh as a daisy for a tight end. And I guess one of the advantages for them, as you mentioned, the tackles being out is the fact that they have guys like Kelsey who can at least chip and block kind of all right in the corner. But I also think they'll do their coaching staff is too smart to not plan for that. Like half the like that game on the week the, the other week, like they cut them up without even needing Pat Mahomes in that first half when they came back. Like end around, short throws, all that kind of stuff. They'll get the ball out of his hands quick if they have to, with with that offensive line issues. Mm. Speaking of age, did you know that Tom Brady's forty three? Oh my god, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> that is the like you know again I don't actually give that much of a fuck anymore about him winning things. It's more about every time I watch it, I can't enjoy a game he's in because the game is only about Tom Brady. And I'm right. sure people have the same thing about LeBron yeah. James, but I can't. Here's a here's a probably a hot take. I I'm I'm not looking forward to Tony Romo in this game. Um he's just I don't know, Jim. <laughs> he just like even like a throw that will like be a little off center. He'll blame the wide receiver instead of the quarterback, and it does my head in. Like it just, 
he's it's um, too much. Like he's a big QB guy. Like, and it just seems like I feel bad for these receivers. Like there was a there was a Mike Evans pass that was clearly overthrown, and he was oh, like blaming this. Mike Evans. And you gotta just, just get you gotta just, go up and get that man. <laughs> yeah, it's just like well, put it in his hands. Like don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to Romo at all in the, in this game. Um, he kind of he's starting to. I'm a I'm a big Romo guy. Like I loved I loved him as a player and stuff, but I'm starting to starting to get tired of. I still like him a lot booth. as a commentator. But... So do I. But I do think there's a bit of reading too much of his own press, and also when you hit that level, when when people who work around Tony Romo hear the reputation of Tony Romo, you, they stop questioning him. If you get me and giving him advice and stuff. So, obviously, as you said, why he starts going a bit further off. Or trying is really sometimes you don't have to call the play that's coming, Tony. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sometimes I just want to see what's happening. You know, yeah. we get it. You play quarterback in the NFL. But how cool was it when he was like, there's no way they run a play here? And then Kansas City ran a play and then they <laughs> and they won and it was sick. Um yeah. so uh, look, um obviously a lot of people, particularly casual NFL fans who only really watch like the playoffs or the Super Bowl or whatever, uh, there's a lot of funny things you can bet on particularly yep. in this game. And it's, it's one of the best things to talk about every year. I love listening to podcasts about it. I love putting it. I don't really gamble much anymore, but I love putting a few silly bets on the Super Bowl. Uh, so Josh, um, you, you, you're the expert here, both in gambling and being silly. So um, what, what are some of your favorite uh, Super Bowl prop bets this year? Alrighty. Um, I'm still doing some research at the moment. I'm very late to the party this year, um, just because, you know, it's a Tom Brady Super Bowl and I'm a little bit tired. Uh, but um, I got a couple of, and, and I think uh, Doyle mentioned Devin White before. 51 for him for uh, MVP is definitely an interesting one to look at. I think $51, if he has a big game and keeps Travis Kelsey under wraps, then he's a big chance to to win it. And we, we talked about the pass rush before. And uh, Mike Remmers, if you remember, he, he got obliterated by Von Miller in the Broncos-Panthers Super Bowl. And, and Von Miller went on to win. Super Bowl MVP and, I, and all three uh, of us bet that. Wrong, it was a great day. I think we all, I think we're all maybe. on twenty-one to one, baby. So yeah, maybe Shaq Barrett or JPP as a as a dark horse MVP bet. That could just be the the clinching sort of strip sack fumble on on Mahomes that uh, might be the might be the thing because when you go from Eric Fisher's to Mike Remmers, sure Remmers might be a pretty good band aid for a while, but he only has to kill you on one or two players against one of these guys, and and it can change an entire game. So they're kind of. Yeah the dark horse sort of MVP bets that I'm looking at, or are you, you after more novelty stuff? Oh, I mean, no, both are good. I mean, whatever you want to talk about, man. Um, MVPs like it's, there's no value in Brady or Mahomes, and it's odds on them. It's so hard for them not to beat them, but yeah, guys like Devin White at 51 is, is not too bad. Most years that the, the other guys on here like to bet on someone different. Last yeah. year I was on Damien Williams. So that was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a, uh, I was on the 49 Debo Samuel and he had a massive game, uh, but obviously they didn't win. But yeah, I think yeah. if they won, he might've been a big chance. So it was a nice price too. So yeah, it's always, I still think if you can, if you can boost Mahomes to around even money, I still think that's pretty good. Um, it's better than the chiefs money line. Like if you're going to bet on the chiefs, just bet on Mahomes to win MVP. Yeah. In my opinion. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it, yep. it's. I mean, if they win, it's not going to be a defensive game. And you, I mean, Kelsey would. Have, you have to have got like Kelsey or Tyreek Hill have three touchdowns or something like that. Yeah, yep. and even then, it's hard to see them getting it. Well, right. even then, mate, like you think back to the Ravens it, Super Bowl, right? Like has, has Jacoby Jones. Jacoby Jones had what a sixty-yard touchdown reception and a hundred and eight-yard kickoff return touchdown, and he still yeah. didn't win it. Well, yeah. Joe Flacco played great. Joe Flacco played great, but I mean, Jacoby Jones probably deserved it. 
Desmond Howard did win it as a, a kick returner for the Packers in 97. That happened as a punt <laughs> returner. So it can happen, but that's yeah. no, no tight ends ever won it, which is interesting. Well, 30 of the previous 54 MVPs have been QBs. So yeah, that's but, pretty much yeah, writing yeah. on the wall. Desmond Howard had 90 punt return yards, 154 kick return yards, a touchdown, and also retired the all-purpose yard record for Super Bowl, though. That's why he won it as a, oh, a return. I reckon that's a pretty good day out, if you, <laughs> if you ask me. That's not, yeah. that's not bad. But, that's yeah, not what, too bad. So Mahomes is, what, two bucks? And what's Brady? Like, three bucks? Bra- Brady's, like, 285. Yeah, His price so. is, is is silly because um, everyone, every man and his dog is is betting on on touchdown time. Yeah, um, there's, um, so. there's far less novelty bets so far, and I'm not one for it. I know you guys are generally linked as national anthem suckers. I, I, it's, it's just fun to bet on. It's dumb. It's, it's so stupid. It's unders this year. Unders. I just bet the the opposite of Laurie Horish every year yep. on that, and good, I get it right. Fading Laurie Horish <laughs> is a pretty good gambling strategy, to be yeah. quite honest. He's not going to listen to this, so we can sledge him. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, the weekend, first first song um, for the halftime show. I don't know any what? weekend songs. Yes, you do. What? Come do on. Bl- you know, Blinding Lights on my is... Face. Oh, I do yeah. know that song. All right, that one then. Blinding Lights is like ridiculously underpriced. Like that's going to be the last song for sure. Um, I went through his uh, set list FM uh, list. This is why you're on here. This is why you're on here. (laughs) He often opens with Pray For Me. Um, And if maybe Kendrick could be a guest star, and that would be hectic. Um, But yeah, I like Pray For Me, $6.50, $6. Shop that around um, just as a, Something little. Um, I always like halftime show. It just gets me excited. I mean, I'm not ever, ever betting large money on this, but it's just uh, you know, if it this... pays for my lunch and my Super Bowl beers, then I'm, I'm a happy man. There's a notorious year we got ripped off. We bet on, I can't remember what Lady Gaga song was to be the yeah. first song, but they pre-recorded another song. Like her first live she, song was what we bet on. And, she uh, sung one line of like... Um, from a pre-record. Like God Save America or something. Some yeah. some, some American song. But and it was then, like, yeah. yeah. Pre-record for our entrance, but the bookies, the bookies won. They they won that day and many other they always days. Win. Yeah, no, it wasn't. That was a stitch up. That was that was horrendous. Uh, There's not as much um, novelty bets this year. There's no dumb like first Aussie celebrity on screen that I can find. No random South fan yet on on the sports bet. Ridiculous. There's no Donald Trump bets. No color of someone's yeah. tie. There's only the Gatorade color I can see so far. Yeah, there's not a there's not a lot out there. I think uh, I think what happened was last year they went. People went way too crazy on them, and and the the, uh, tra- the traders had no idea how to track a lot of it, and spent like the the last four hours of their Super Bowl day after the game had finished, like rewinding stuff to try to listen to how many times the the name Giselle was said and, and all that sort of stuff. So um, I feel like I feel like for their sanity, they've scaled it back. Yeah. Um, if you believe, if you're a big believer in, in Brady's luck, uh, incorporated uh, Harrison Butker to miss a field goal at five dollars is free money. Oh, um, you I just like know it. it's going to happen. You just know. You just know it's going to happen. Um, the, yeah, that's, Ga- that's right. Gatorade color is always a fun one. What are we? They're not great. feels like red. feels red this year. Both teams have got, kind of got red. It was orange there. last year, though. Orange is favorite. Well, it was orange last year, and the Chiefs did win last yeah. year. So. And yeah. then you got red and pink is, is second, and blue for th- 450, and yellow, green lines, 450. Water, six bucks, and purple's $8.50. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if there's any value there <laughs> from my Gatorade color. It's like the worst, it's just the worst percentages in the world here. Um, yeah. 
No, it's, I like the song betting, and this is why Josh Wise done more research on that song than we've done for the rest of this podcast. Which I is do like, <laughs> yeah. Pray for me. I'm getting I'm getting a tenor on Pray for me. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just would be a good song to open with. Just going through his the set, and it's hard because the setlist FM is he hasn't toured in a while because of uh, COVID. So it's hard. He's got some new songs, but I feel like that's that's definitely the value in the market for me. Yeah, and I do generally like the um a same a grubby same game multi, but they're taking a bit of juice out of them this year on sports bet. So if you can find someone else with a bit more juice, try that out. But and I and I don't mind that you've like I know it's not great odds, but like a dollar sixty for Travis Kelsey feels like that's just put that in any multi, kick that in there, that's happening. Hmm. Sammy Watkins over thirty six and a half receiving yards is something I'll I'll have a nibble at and hundred yeah. plus. At about ten bucks as well. Um, he seems like he's always a boom and bust guy. Um, yeah, I'm also down for Scotty Miller over twenty yards. Big, big Scotty, big grit guy. Big, big no, I'm not a big, not guy. a big fan, but like just you know, Super Bowls is always a random guy or two who have one or two big plays. How do I, how do I bet low. on a Brady pass hitting two Chiefs defenders' hands before <laughs> Scotty Miller? Catches it for a for a first down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leonard Fournette receiving overs as well. Uh, more and more, I think he's on passing downs. It's about an 80-20 split now in favor of Fournette over uh, over their other running back and Rojo. other running backs. Yeah, Rojo and and uh, I can't even remember. Oh, they had Lashawn for a little while, but I don't know if he'll be active. But uh, yeah, that seems Brady loves checking down to to running backs in the Super Bowl. I remember Shane Vereen had like fifteen catches for like eighty five yards in a Super Bowl. So. Um, that's yeah. something I'll, I'll be looking at as well. Yeah, and I think his his snap counts kind of rising again for nets as well. Yeah, which is so. Know, I mean, why why, th- why throw it to Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, or Antonio Brown when you've got old duck hands Fournette in the backfield? But yeah, I mean, what has he had? He hit seven targets last week, six before, four week before that. That's that's the playoffs. Lots of targets, yeah. baby. And even early that's in the it. season, he had a couple of seven and six target games. It's check down time, baby. That's that's where he's at. It is. Where so, can I get? Where can I get the controversial flag thrown with forty-five seconds remaining? Yeah. <laughs> Don't know where that one is, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm, yeah. I just, I just want to put it all in a, in a same Brady multi, really. Just same Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Hey, but I, I any bets? Um. Well, listen. Uh, grape is my favorite flavored Gatorade, so I might bet purple. Um, lemon lime a clo- lemon lime a close second, so I might bet yellow. I guess is the color of that. Um, uh, I, I like um, yeah. I think Kelsey score a touchdown is free money. Um, if you're looking outside of Mahomes for MVP, I, I just I mean I really can't think of anyone that really deserves it. But I do like your Devin White bet. I'll probably take some of that myself because, um, you know we did have. Joy betting on Von Miller a couple of years ago for the same reason. Um, yep. I just can't even make a case for a for a Chiefs defender. Like I can't even think of one. But then you know you look Chris at Chris Jones last year should was should have been yeah. in the conversation. That's he fair. was immense. Like he had two batted down passes in the fourth quarter, and he's a guy in the you know that Brady wilts under interior pressure. Like that's going to be Spagnolo's guy. Like that's 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 the matchup he wants. He wants Chris Jones What's getting double teamed. And- Eighty-one dollars. I don't think a defensive tackle is going to win it, but it's, I mean, it's, he's, it's has it ever happened? I don't think so. Probably not. Um, yeah, maybe maybe you look at Tyrone Matthew, but he's just priced too low because he's a popular guy and everyone loves them. 
honey badger. So yeah, that's that's too short uh, for me. Randy White, defensive tackle, Dallas Cowboys, won it in nineteen seventy eight. So there you go. Oh, good once. old Randy. It's happened at once. Hey, Randy's I mean, in the Hall like, of Fame. So come yeah, on. I was going to say he's one of the <laughs> he's one of the best defenders ever. So yeah, that kind of helps. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The MVP is always fun. Yeah, halftime show MVP it just gives you a rooting interest for most of the game, like rather than something going straight away. Um, so, like that's pretty much where I'm at. I'm going to do a little bit more research tonight on on the actual matchups in game itself. Um, I, I do think the Chiefs not having their tackles is a massive, massive advantage. Um, and 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 also sort of how this game will be called in terms of defensive pass interference because the Bucks had the most defensive pass interference yards by any team since 2009 so um if they if the refs let them play then that shouldn't be an issue but if they they're going to call stuff then the bucks are going to benefit the most interesting yeah um yeah yeah that all sounds good um i'll probably just end up (laughs) well no i mean i just I, i i think Mahomes will win the mvp i think I think that they're going to win again, and if he plays all right, which he obviously will play at worst, all right. I mean, he had almost his worst game of last season in that Super Bowl and won it. So, yep, true. And a bad Mahomes game is not that bad. Still, that's that's also that's also a fair point. Um, (laughs) He could also have the possibility of Brady playing terrible and still winning as well, which is just yep. Like in in 2016. Um, All right. So, um, should we jump over to some questions? Should we give our predictions? Have we got a... Yeah, we should do that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We should do that. Well, good. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I'm going to go Kansas City 34, Tampa Bay 17. Oh, wow. Shellacking. I like that one. That's wow. I'm going Tampa Bay 34, Chiefs 31. Wow. Yeah. God, I don't like that. Mate, I'm telling you, I just... I just have this feeling something's going to happen that'll benefit the, the, the luckiest athlete to ever grace this planet. We'll have to balance um, that out. So ready. Chiefs 38. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chiefs 38. Uh, Bucks 8. There okay. We go. Wow. Eight. <laughs> eight. 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 How are we getting to eight, Mitchell? Talk me through it. They go gonna... for the extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're going to be 38 eight. nil down. They're going to score a touchdown and go for two. Yes. All right. Great. Fantastic. No, they're going to be down whatever and go for two. Okay. I like it a lot. <laughs> All right, um, I'm just angry at Wise prediction. I just threw two numbers. I'm sorry, I'm 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 terribly at there. I picked the 49ers last year, so yeah, that was know, bad from what, you. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Well, I mean, they led by double digits in the fourth Hasn't quarter. Hasn't Kyle Shanahan bad. betrayed you enough times for one lifetime? Yeah, no. Come I feel on, bad man. for Kyle. I, I no, like no, Kyle. no. I don't hear it. Don't want to hear it. So I'm right, feeling um, bad for Jeff Bezos. Exactly. For every yeah. for every good luck that Tom Brady has, the bad luck is split between Matt Ryan. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, and, and Kyle Shatterhead. No, Matt Ryan just is just bad. That's not luck. Matt Ryan deserves no. it. That's not luck. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, it was bad luck. Before, before we get into the questions, I'll just give a quick shout out to our uh, top two tiers of Patreon subscribers. Uh, if you want to support us, patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. Of course, without your support, we wouldn't be doing uh, we certainly wouldn't be doing podcasts through the off season like this. And we, and we, and obviously if you join up, there's a few sort of bonus podcasts in there, which is a nice added benefit. We'll have some extra sort of, uh, Patreon rewards for you guys this year, but we'll have more to come on that later on. But you know, it, just this week, Mitchell had a great uh, podcast about, um, uh, about, um, 
the uh, all three grades uh, debacle and Belandis, which was pretty funny to listen to. Uh, my highlight was him saying goodbye, Mitchell, sadly to himself at the end, yes, without me better prompt him. Um, <laughs> but um, I yeah, called so, the Queensland Cup a sleeping midget as well, which which was also very funny. It was very good. Yeah, so if you want to check that out and all the previous festivals we've done, you can do so for as little as two dollars a month. Um, yeah, uh, and if you want to give us more than that, feel free. And if you do uh, donate to our top two tiers of Patreon subscribers, you will get a shout out. Much like these lovely people who are Bert Andrews, Carly Tyson, Dave, Leon. I think that's a new one. Welcome, Leon. Uh, an anonymous backer, Ben Wallace, Morgan Watkins, Josh Brandon, Maddie Jenkins, Thor Laycock, Jace G, Old Mama Bear, Tom Hardy, Jason, Wayne Ritchie, Simo, Ty, Warwick Ahern, Roxanne Clark, Michael Murray, Maddie McPee, Harvey G, Dan Cullinane, Never Trendy, and Frankie. Thank you for your continued support. We really, really appreciate it. And to all those people in the lower Patreon tiers as well. We love you. We can't do this without you. Thank you uh, once again. And without any further ado, let's get into the questions. Are you serious? We're going to have any questions. Okay, over on Patreon, not so many this week because we didn't put these up till uh, very late in the yep. piece. But a couple on Patreon, we've got Dan Cullinane's got two for us. He says, first up, given Tom Brady's ridiculous playoff luck and the Chiefs barber <laughs> trying to give all the players COVID, what are your thoughts on the expression, you make your own luck? Yeah, see, I'm not a, you know me, Mitchell. I'm the least superstitious person you know. Like, I don't believe in jinxes. I don't believe in momentum. I don't believe in any of this sort of intangible nonsense that people like users to get through to science isn't intangible you (laughs) anyway um but tom brady is the luckiest man who has ever lived just every time he's every time he's in a big game some weird shit happens yeah justin tucker's missed one kick inside 40 yards in his whole career who was it against tom brady um who's which team has had the best fumble uh luck in the in the last 10 years tom brady's patriots every single year it's like you can't explain these things at some point so yeah it wouldn't shock me at all if patrick Mahomes gets COVID on friday afternoon yeah i thought it was going to be aaron Rodgers in the nfc championship game i, I called it a week too early um unfortunately um but yeah you're right about luck, you're right about brady's luck i've got a couple of stats here about how lucky he is super bowl record when you lead an offense to 13 or fewer points tom brady's two and oh Every other quarterback in NFL history, zero and 24. <laughs> Win-loss record in the playoffs when you throw three interceptions and have a passer rating of below 74. Tom Brady's three and one, 75% win record. Every other quarterback since 1950, 15 wins, 115 losses for 11.5% win percentage. I mean, like, I don't know what more you need from me. I mean, it's just, he just wins. I mean, it's just, it's all, that's all it is. It's just wins with a Z. I mean, yeah, he's you. You make your own luck. I mean, what what can you say? Tuck rule the Jesse James no catch, like fucking the Billy Cundiff missing a field goal. D Ford lining up offsides. Uh, Russell Wilson throwing the pick. The Falcons forgetting how to football. Like, ugh, yeah. it's just ugh. Maybe if more, more men kissed their son and sucked out their vitamins, we'd uh. That's true. They understand. Uh, that's the real TV. Weird that everyone's method. like, everyone's like, oh, this guy's aging so differently to literally every other athlete you know, ever. And no one even remotely is suspicious at all. I do find that strange, right? Like if Usain Bolt's still running like under 10 seconds at 40 in the hundred meters, are we just going to bat? Yeah, but and say, Tom Brady's well, game isn't great. based on athletic ability. It's because he can throw football really well. Like this is the problem. <laughs> I, I, after he made the Super Bowl, I saw morons being like, oh, now he's in the competition for the greatest athlete of all time. It's like, no, he's not. Like, no, he isn't. No, what do you, yeah. no he's not. How is he in the conversation with people like Serena Williams or Usain Bolt or LeBron James? Like, he's not. He isn't. Yeah, Todd to Woods. be the pan guy. 
sorry. Yes, uh, Nathan Merritt. Um, <laughs> um, well, I mean, you talk about as well, like as much as I like the NFL, it is also a sport Caitlin played Bassett. like in terms of the size of, of, of the of the market it's played in, the people who play it. It's hard to compare being the greatest in the NFL as opposed to someone being the greatest in football or in basketball or similar. You know, it's not the same type of athlete. Well, yes and no, if you get me. Yep. But I did like that this, that they were meant to get a haircut. 20 or something of the players is what Dan mentioned. They were meant to get a haircut from a barber who got confirmed positive with coronavirus. And I refuse to believe that that wasn't a plant by Tom Brady. <laughs> I rule it out. You cannot rule it out. I don't understand, like, in the middle of a pandemic, why they're sending 20 players to a it's barber. so stupid. Has, oh, what? You need to look fresh you when you've got a fucking helmet home. on? No, you guys are clowns. Of course, they need to look fresh. They've got to feel fresh so they do every other game. <laughs> okay. okay. And then when they lift the trophy post Send them all to different barbers, though. <laughs> or, or screen them. Bring someone oh, yeah. in and screen them. Mate, like, I mean, you, got, you guys are both clowns. You want, you want a new barber in Super Bowl week. You, you want the same barber who you know gets the job done. Unfortunately, okay. Unfortunately, uh. has coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It anyway, seems ridiculous. Dan's next question. Do you also find the experience of having another Super Bowl with Tom ba- Blady, Brady in it? Blady, I says. Deflating. Yes. But Ooh, I see great pun. Average pun. Correct great point. Pun. <laughs> yeah, it is It is a little bit. But I mean, if he loses, like he's got the most Super Bowl losses by a country mile. So I don't know if that's a great stat or not. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. I find you got to find solace in the little things, I, I guess. But I mean, if he can win another Super Bowl by leading an offense to 13 points, then like, <laughs> I feel like that's more ammo to me. For, that is really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, uh, next question Michael Gregson, Texans putting it out there through a beat reporter that the starting price of Watson is two firsts, two seconds, and two young defensive starters. Is that price too high? No. Don't you pretty no. much become the Texans <laughs> if you do that deal? Can I, can I just make a point? Right. And I, I can't remember if we talked about it on here. I think we might have touched on it, but like people, and especially in the NFL, but it happens everywhere. People vastly overrate the value of draft picks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. We know how good Deshaun Watson is now. It's not like when the Redskins gave up like five picks for RG3 and they didn't know how good he was going to be. And also he's pretty good. He just got injured, but whatever. Like he was an unknown product coming out of college, a very highly rated college prospect, but a prospect nonetheless. Deshaun Watson is really good. He has proven that in the NFL for the past two years. He's been great. He's been fantastic. If he was, if he was on a good team, he'd be in the playoffs every year. But the Texans are a joke. It, the st- if, if Stafford is worth what he got, then Watson's worth double that, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but the, the Stafford thing was is inflated because they got an extra pick because they took on Jared Goff's contract. So that I guess. Is kind but, of, but, but this so is... That, Look at the Rams though, right, dude? Like no no team cares less about their first round picks than the Rams. Yeah, I like and they're in the playoffs approach. every year. And you know who else doesn't really care about their first round picks? Bill Belichick. And he he's makes a Super Bowl every year. So it's yeah. like I'm with you, man. Yeah, but he's had the luckiest quarterback of all time. That's why he's made <laughs> Yeah, but if you have a really good quarterback, you can get by without a few first yeah. round picks. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. But the thing with the first round picks as well is you get them on a rookie contract. So I know, like, I definitely agree. That's with, true. With paying my own, like paying um, Watson or, or Stafford or whatever. I definitely agree with that. But you also have to factor in that that's going to cost you like exponentially way more money. But at the same time, you have a known figure. And that's why I kind of I kind of like what the Rams are doing. 
I um, love but it. at the same time, like if they don't make the Super Bowl with Stafford, I feel like this trade is a bit of a bust because they, they've given up so much with this Jared Goff, Matt Stafford whole experience. You've got to look at it holistically, I guess. And you've gone from spending a first round pick on Goff and getting kind of nowhere, or not nowhere, you made a Super Bowl and he shat the bed. But like now you've traded more first round picks for Stafford. Like you need to, like this is it. Like they kind of go in, all in every year, but I feel like this is, they're running out of picks to go all in with. Yeah. I mean, the Sean Watson contract is a hefty one. It's not, yeah. it's not one of the bargain contracts of a rookie or even like, so Stafford's contract is actually pretty fair. It's like 20 million a year. Yeah. They picked yeah. up and they've got off golfs and they had to pay for that. But I'm with you, Bunga. I think we spoke about this prior as well with, with NFL boom rookies. It's like those draft picks are meaningless. If you haven't got a quarterback, it's not fantasy football. Like if I was the Texans, like this is a, a fair asking price for mine. Like I wouldn't have, t- the first time we saw these mock trades coming out of like, oh, two are in one first. It's like, oh, a shit quarterback and one first. Yeah, great. What a yeah. great deal. And then they're, they're all, they're all dumb, eh? But then the Stafford trade happened and everyone's like, oh shit, things cost money. Same yeah. Like, yeah, that's like, that's it. I wouldn't take like, if I was talking just pick value, you're talking to me like, I'm talking four or five plus first. Yeah. But it's not just picks. They're doing the right thing, asking for de- young defensive starters. And obviously, if their price is two firsts and two seconds, they are one of those first. Are they considering it to be this year's replacement quarterback? So it'd be it had to be early first pick. Had to be as well. the Jets. Yeah, mm. and that's or it might be the Reds. The Redskins aren't early; they're too late. But they might be thinking the Redskins will get you know ch- like a good def- two defensive starters from them in whatever picks. Yeah, I don't know, but. It's, they're definitely looking at like Jets Miami saying, give us the pick three or similar. Yeah, it, it will. And I mean, I don't want him to go to the Jets because I'd love him to be out of the AFC. As yeah. I said, like, it's just ridiculous how many good quarterbacks are in the AFC. But it's like, you know, if you're if you're the Jets and you can offer them two first and then, I mean, I don't know, like, obviously, you know, Jamal Adams would have been a prime candidate for being like sort of a young defensive player you could throw him, but he's not there anymore. I don't really... I mean, they've got some good players like CJ Mosley and stuff, but they've obviously don't really have anyone to the same level as mm. as 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 um Adams. Who who is who who might be a who might be a guy that you could you guys would think could could make it into that sort of trade pool as a good defensive player? Someone like Quinn and Williams, or mm. I mean, yeah. But the the thing the thing here that Shunter may or may not be forgetting, but a team like the Dolphins. They already own two firsts and two seconds this year. Yep. I'd give them all for Deshaun. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like literally the plot of draft same. day. Just give them back. Yeah. Just give them I all. Have a, and he, then here's, we have our picks next year. Yeah. So here's what I'm doing if I'm the Jets, right? I'm offering them three first round picks and I'm also offering them cornerback Lamar Jackson and <laughs> hoping that they think they're getting quarterback Lamar Jackson. And that'll work. <laughs> But this, this is what we're saying like last time as well. It's not the N- N- NBA. You can't force your way out like you can in the NBA, these players. Like, Deshaun hasn't actually got the league to stand on. No. Like, if you miss a year in the NFL, it doesn't count on your contract. He can't sit it out. He has to play. He's trapped by a contract. Even if he plays shit, they're not going to let him go. They're not. They know what they have. Everyone knows who Deshaun Watson is. Yeah. So someone has to stump think he it would... up. Yeah, I don't think he would play shit either because it affects his, like, legacy yeah. and stuff when you look at his stats for his career. I, I look at like a team like Carolina and I'm like, just give them like, you've got the eighth overall pick, which is gives the Texans enough to, to move up if they wanted to, like they could, they could sling the eighth overall pick in JJ Watt to someone and get up into the top five. Um, 
and if I'm Carolina, just give him your next like four picks and then chuck in like K1 short and like, you know, whatever. Like it, it just just trade whatever you can because like they're a they're a quarterback away. Like they've got some good young pieces, like like mm. they have a good coaching staff. They've Christian McCaffrey, they've got Robbie Anderson and 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 Curtis Samuel and and stat and DJ Moore. Like they have a massive amount of weapons. Like can you imagine Deshaun Watson on the Panthers? Like you're suddenly looking at a team that can easily knock off, you know, the Saints without Drew Brees and and the Bucks in, in that division. Yeah, well, I, th- I thought you would be a Teddy Bridgewater nonce like most people who think they're too smart NFL fans are, but good to hear you want yeah. to replace him. Uh, yeah, I, I I think Teddy Bridgewater isn't like an awesome human being, but I just don't yeah. think he's like a top. I feel like he's like one of the best backup quarterbacks you can have in the, in, a, in the league, which is fine. Like you can make a career out of that. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick has, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going into any season with him as my quarterback. And the Jets also, as we mentioned, Dolphins have the Jets also have two firsts this year, two firsts next year. They have the Seahawks first. Like these are the teams that they can give up a lot of draft capital and not actually affect their draft capital for the future that much. They ambition to do that. Like, and what's the point of having the capital? As you said, the dart throws Bungard, and I'd much rather have. I know if you maybe you sit at the Jets, you go, oh, maybe we'll just have Justin Fields. And we'll figure it out. It's like, yeah, but how many times have we, have we done this? We know who Deshaun Watson is. The contract's not great. Make a play. And yep. Carolina's even better. They're, like, that's definitely a team that, like, if they get, as you said, they're a pretty good team already. Pick eight isn't that high to give up. Put a package together and make it, get it done. Because once you've got Deshaun happy in your house, you've got him for like 15 goddamn years. You'll forget about the draft picks in, in two seasons, they'll be all gone, whatever. And yeah, it might be talent deficient around him, but whatever, you'll still have him for the two years after the next two years. Yeah. yeah um, the, Bears, the Bears should go for him. Nah, I'm not going there. Just to really there. test that theory that no quarterback can be good at Chicago. I, I did like, um, like NFL is getting more analytical. There's still that weird anti-analysis thing, whatever, all that kind of business. But it's still funny to me in that industry that like, Matt Stafford runs into Sean McVay and Carbo, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's still networking. It's still like, oh yeah, you, you see, you're all right. Want to come to the Rams? Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's nuts. <laughs> it's such an insular league. Like I just, yeah, it is. It is crazy. Yeah, and that's, I think it's a great trade for the Rams. By the way, I think it's fantastic for the Rams. I think the Lions fucked it. That's like again, what do the picks mean? I don't think I don't think the Lions fucked it at all. I mean, they I got agree. a stack of picks like. They they've got like they can they had cash they're pretty much tanking this year anyway they've pretty much admitted that I feel mm. like they got a pretty good haul and for a quarterback that was leaving anyway and they they got an extra pick for I know leaving I know, anyway you know, but he wasn't leaving for a few years that's for sure he still had two Stafford. years on his deal yeah yeah no but he was he wanted out anyway so yeah. they they maximize it with their cap space and the fact mm. that they don't really care how Jared Goff goes this year at all. Um, and if he plays well for them, they can just flip him again for like a second round pick next year. And then suddenly they're, they're, they're loaded right. with picks. I know like picks are overrated, but the more you have, the better chance you have of hitting. So I mean, um, D- Dan Campbell's definitely the sacrificial lamb, the way I looked at it. It's like he's come on, he's going to be a tank commander for two years and they'll pun him and someone else will get all the, you know, get the fruits of his labor. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like he's tough enough to. To be a sacrificial lamb, Mister Mister Man. Yeah, there's also I think they um if they talk themselves into Jared Goff, that's why I think they fucked up. The, the two rumors they're going to keep Goff because they have like pick seven this year, don't they? 
Yeah. And, but, and I know this year, every year it's not the same. Like some years, you know, the second quarterback and the draft gets taken, tick, pick 10 plus, like Watson and Mahomes were. This year, there might be three quarterbacks gone by their pick, pick seven. So yeah. it's, I get they probably can't replace him there. But so, yeah, I don't know. Goff does it, giving Goff a chance of two years. I don't know about it. I don't know. They can it, get it another, something else year. for him. Yeah. If they get something else for him, fair enough. I just don't back that organization to do the right thing because they just have been proven to me that they just don't do it oh, for a long time. Exactly. I mean, but I mean, they could afford to take on the extra picks. So I don't think it's like that big of a yeah. deal. And yeah, if golf plays well this year, they just get rid of him again. Like, yeah. so. And, and so I, I, I do love it for the Rams. I know that, as you said, there's only so much they can keep going all in on and it's going to yeah. fall all collapsing on itself at some point. It is, but you're in this league to win the damn thing. I respect the Rams are trying to do that. Oh, it's, and like, yeah. it's only so long that like guys like Aaron Donald and things are going to be in their prime. Like, do yeah. it now, and then yeah, worry about it later in two years if it all falls to shit. You figure yeah. out good organizations always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Aaron, can, yeah, sorry, I was going to say you can flip on you can flip on the run. We saw Miami turn it around pretty quickly. So when it all falls apart, they can easily just like hit reset and go again. Like he doesn't play like it, but Aaron Donald is thirty next year, like this next season. You know, like that. And as a as a defensive t- uh, lineman, like it, that is getting on. They got to go yeah. for it while they can. He still has so much energy; it's crazy. <laughs> he does. Okay, next question from uh, Shunter. We spent a long time on that one. Good question, though. Yeah, it was. He said, "Will Dan Campbell be yelling bite their kneecaps off <laughs> in Jared Goff's earpiece pre-snap in Detroit?" <laughs> <laughs> I did find it funny. He's like, I'm not going to, you know, give you cliches and then went on a rant about, um, you know, breaking kneecaps. And, to be and fair, brutality. that was definitely not cliched. It was insane, but it wasn't cliches. It was, it was coach speak. Like it was the same shit. Like he's just changing, like just changing things and going a bit more violent. Like, I don't, I don't really know. Like I read the whole thing and I'm like, what are you like? I get it. You're going to be tough. All right, cool. All right, let's move on. But it was just like, Okay, cool. Like of all the people out there, I don't understand how the Bills got to keep Brian Dable and this guy gets gets a head coaching gig. I don't know. I have no idea, mate. And then you had guys like you know Eric Bieniemy again, and then even uh, Bruce yeah. Arians fired about Byron Leftwich not even getting an interview and saying me and uh, yeah. Tom get too much credit for his work. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Okay, over, <laughs> over onto Twitter. A couple of questions here. Uh. M. Sprouse asks, can I ask you for your Super Bowl predictions? You can. We've already given them. But our next question is, would you rather a super high-pitched baby voice or French Christian children? Uh, super high <laughs> baby voice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The Kermit, Kermit voice is endearing. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, Jack Blaney says, what's the play for the Lions at QB now? Goff long-term, trade back this year. Seems like an options are open. Yeah. Best player available at seven, and yeah, if it's QB, it's QB. I mean, trade back might be if, if the if a quarterback goes or someone wants to trade up, that might be an option. But I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't know. I'm always in love with this accumulating the most capital possible in the NFL at some point. I mean, gotta... I'm of the opinion is just draft good players. Yeah, hmm. it's a bold it's, strategy. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Chris Ballard seems to do it pretty well. So hmm. I mean. <laughs> Well, that's that's the other part of the thing about the first rounders don't matter that much if you have a good like re- they really don't if your GM's actually really good. There's GMs every year yeah. who find NFL starters in round two, three, four. Every yeah, that's year, what guys find none. Yeah, exactly. That's what I kind of like about the Rams is like they always like seem to pick like they prefer to have like four fourth round picks and hope like two of them pan out. And that's yeah, 
and it always seems to do that. And they kind of have like these rocks and diamonds. They, they get like a lot of mileage out of their rookies and young players that they just plug into different roles and things. It's very Belichickian because he does that as well. Like he, he hits more on later round picks than the, the earlier round picks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Terrible in round one or two though, Bell. Oh yeah. Bell, so. Yeah. That's uh, why he always trades out. <laughs> it's like a terrible picking in round one. I'd rather <laughs> picking like, I'd rather pick three players in the 60 to 80 range. That, that's generally where he, very sweet spot is. Uh, RCB Shark says, where's the best trade destination for Watson? Oh, I just gave the pitch on Carolina, but yeah. it, it is the Colts, but they won't ever do it. It, won't, it is the Colts, but they won't because they're in the same division. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the Colts, great landing spot for a quarterback. I also feel like there's quarterbacks available that, that can do the job with the Colts right now. I just feel like that there is. I don't know who exactly, but I don't think they'd want to pay up for Deshaun either. No, I mean, if they're ever going to pay up for a quarterback, it would be Deshaun. But yeah. I bet you they just never made the call because they know straight out that they're going to say no. But, yeah, and like, um, how many I'm, firsts? They haven't got one good first for them. I mean, like, give us seven of your first, and you're going to pick seven, pick twenty five later for the next five years. Yeah, no. I might, I might tweet Jack Easterby every day of just like, give us Deshaun Watson, you coward, like just yeah. every day. Wait, him or his burner account? <laughs> Both. Okay, I, t- I tweeted him the other day. I was like, God told me you should trade the Sean Watson to, <laughs> to the did it, did it work? Did it, did it work? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, wait and see. I don't know if he's blocked me, but I should find out. What other good yeah. destinations exist for him? Like, you've got to think for uh, Washington. Deshaun, for Deshaun, yeah, but to say Deshaun, get him out of the AFC. Be you go to Washington, you've got a good defense. You've got yeah. Scary Terry and a couple of other good offensive players. And mm-hmm. most importantly, you're in a pathetic division. And the, and the Redskins can give up defensive starters, even though it's a, the defensive line is sensational, but you keep Chase Young, you could probably afford to give one or two up. Give up, And they haven't really got a great first. So they'd have to give up a good defensive starter or two. And yeah, like that'd be a great spot for him. Who? What other NFC team? Could, this, like the, the Bears won't, can't, won't do it, but that yeah. would be a great one for him as well. But I guess also he's still in a division with Rodgers at that point. Yeah, but Rodgers is only going to be there for what yeah, maximum exactly. two more years. So. Yeah. Washington is probably the best one. Yeah, come to come to Indy, Aaron, please. Um, uh, this is probably not a great like uh, landing spot per se, but just again, similar vein to my chaos on the timeline. Uh, I'd love to see like a Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson sort of switch with some uh, picks <laughs> involved, and just all these Russell Wilson fanboys going nuts that he's like just struggling like in text Mr. Like, Unlimited yeah yeah just people that like they've always just been thought they were better than than the Colts and Andrew Luck and I'm like yeah well that's because he's played on a great team so let's see Russell Wilson in Houston with this goddamn debacle and then let's see let Deshaun Cook with DK Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett let's yeah. go it, it does feel like no matter what Houston do if they trade Deshaun it's not going to work out hey that's just who they are it's never going to work out, and it's just—it's—it's it's beautiful, really. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got a lot of negative feelings towards them because, like, but I have like no positive feelings towards the Texans. I have no sympathy. I don't feel sorry for any I nothing fans. Them. I nothing. Yeah, them. that's it. I nothing. Yeah, them, it's so. pretty much. It's that's the worst insult you can give, really. Like, yeah. I know. I bet on their uh, wins over the last couple of years. You remember why? Just because they had Deshaun yeah. and they worked out. But this year, like, oh, they have nothing but Deshaun. I can't back. Yeah, I smashed the unders this year. Yeah. That was like my biggest play. <laughs> uh, and uh, and Jets unders, which was beautiful. I think they were, they were four and a half or something. So that was yeah. And then uh, 
James K.R. Suss, our MVP. We've already done that. And then last one, I guess, is Warwick Ahern. Most outrageous prop bet that's likely to come off wise. So you have to give it oh, a yeah, 100, 100, 100 to 1 bet. Buddy. 100 to 1 bet that's really 20 to 1 odds. Yeah. <laughs> we're asking for here. Coin toss heads. Uh, (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I don't know I I did mention the Sammy Watkins one before I feel like this could be a big Watkins game he's kind of like he's been out of of action for a while it's just like a sleeping giant they're going to focus on Tyreek and and Kelsey and it could be Watkins that kind of goes big he kind of he just has these boom or bust games I feel like this is this is a boom game for him there's a couple of good um First touchdown scorers, Tampa Bay defense, defense forty one dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, safety for like, scoring play. It's happened. It's happened twice it's in the last happened. ten years. Yeah, Cameron Cameron Brait to score a touchdown is something I also. Uh, oh, like that I mean, I like that. I mean, he's three seventy five. So I'm sure we want to make America Brait again. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, well, I've got a grape Gatorade in the fridge with my name on it. So uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Pour, pour it over Charlie. Oh, I should. If she like has, has like a really good day of accounting, I should. Just... Yeah, you got you got all the numbers. Crunch right. those numbers, yeah. baby. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Thanks again for coming on, Josh. Uh, at JYNFL on Twitter, if you guys want to chuck him a follow, and uh, yeah. your preview on the Part Return podcast will be out tomorrow. Or yeah, Friday, tomorrow. Friday, uh, depending on when yeah. people listen to this. Yeah, Friday. Right. Yeah, Friday morning. Awesome. Thanks a lot for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, say goodbye. Fuck Tom Brady. That's fair. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.